you for tuning in to the latest message from Island Church. Well, let's just, let's just stand up this morning and let's just declare some things out over what God wants to do. Amen. So you can just, just rock along with me. Just, just, just say this to me. Say, Jesus, Jesus I've come to receive, come to receive. Wisdom, and revelation, wisdom and revelation, insight and understanding from your holy word. And I declare today, Lord, that I'm going to walk in it. I'm going to flow in it in the name of Jesus today. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> it's good. Amen. You can be seated. Praise God. Praise the Lord this morning. Wow. You know, well, again, uh, if you don't know me, this, my name is Dermot Landy. This is my amazing wife. I got the good part of the deal. This is, her name is Guna. And you saw our little girl there, Rebecca. She was running in and out. Um, so we get the great privilege of traveling and preaching go- the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The power of God unto salvation. Amen? Amen. The word that can change your life. Amen. The one that can, when it comes on the inside of you, it transforms you and turns you inside out, upside down, 360. Yeah? Anybody ever have had that happen to them, no? Well, you're in the right place today if it hasn't, amen? Praise the Lord. And we get the great privilege of preaching that gospel, amen? Because it's the gospel that will change you, amen? You see, a ministry won't change you. A man can change you, amen? You know, you can sit in McDonald's all day. It won't make you a burger, you know, you, you know whatever. Like, yeah. you, you see, that won't change you. It's only the word of God in you that can change you, amen? That's what changes you on the inside. And the day I gave my life to Christ, you know, I'm, I'm so blessed by Brendan, you know? Um, you know, 50 years in, in, in ministry, you know, of healing the sick and preaching the gospel. Probably went through a lot of stuff. But it reminds me of my pastor. And the day he gave me the gospel, you know, he sat with me for three hours and he poured the word of God into me. And I did, he didn't know anything about me. And he just sat there and he loved on me and he began to pour the gospel into me. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, he doesn't know anything about me. If he knew me, I wouldn't even be in the office, yeah? <clears throat> I wouldn't be left alone in the office anyway, definitely. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, he's dead. That guy's dead. Yeah? So, right. Mind your handbag. Yeah? <laughs> so like, he's pouring it into me, and he's telling me about Jesus. Yeah? You see, it's Jesus that changed me. It was, the, it was the Word of God that came into me, and it changed me from the inside out. Amen? And that day, I gave my life to Christ. And in the pow- by the power of the Holy Spirit, God touched me on that floor in that little church in Killarney, in Tiernabowl, just up behind Carol's Engineered, and if you're ever up that direction... And God changed my life on that floor. Amen? Amen. He turned me around. He 360'd me. Yeah? Yes. And I, I, I was reminded, I'm sitting there, and I'm reminded, Pastor, of, of, of Jacob, you know? Anybody know Jacob in, in the Bible, yeah? Yes. Okay, we'll give you a little lesson on Jacob. Well, I'm just, it's not my message, by the way. I praise the Lord. Amen? <laughs> but I'm reminded of Jacob, yeah? In Genesis 28, you know, his father Isaac sends him down. He doesn't want him to take a Canaan, Canaanite wife. He sends him to... Uh, I can't pronounce it, but it's Shandarabasundo in tongues, yeah? Uh, yeah, you got that, yeah? Discernment. He, he goes down there, yeah? And he's going for a wife, and he comes to a place, and it's getting dark, yeah? Anybody ever come to the place in your world where things seem a little bit dark, yeah? Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, be real today, amen? Things are getting a little bit dark, you know? It's getting, the sun's gone down. And the Bible says that he looks for a stone, and he rests, he puts his head to sleep on that stone, amen? Now, I, I, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, why would you want to sleep on a stone, you know? You know, we travel a lot, and I bring my pillow with me, because hotels, man, they don't want to have good pillows, yeah? So I got my right pillow, you know, Adrian, I'm on my pillow, I'm going to rest tonight, praise the Lord. But the Bible says he chose a stone, amen? He chose a stone, amen? I mean, was it just any old stone, you know, was it like, I mean, he's getting dark now, so he's feeling around for the rocks, yeah? He probably kicked one or two, says that a bit, you know, maybe that one's a bit harder than the other one. But he chose a stone, amen? And the Bible says he rested on that stone, amen? Let me tell you, that's a prophetic picture of our lives in Jesus, amen? You see, you can't just choose any place to rest, amen? You've got to choose to rest on the rock of revelation that Jesus is your Lord, amen? He chose that stone in the darkest place in the night. In your darkest time, you've got to choose Jesus, amen? You've got to choose the rock that no other rock can, can, can beat, amen? The cornerstone, amen? And the Bible says the minute he chose that rock, he rested, and he slept, and, and there was a heaven opened over him. And angels were descending and ascending on that ladder above him, amen? Because why? He's resting on the rock, amen? He's resting in Jesus, amen? And I sense it sitting there this morning. That day I gave my life to Christ, I came into a rest, amen? And I felt some of you in this place, maybe you've been jumping around a little bit. 
Is that okay to say that? I'm from Killarney, so I'm going away in a bit, yeah? So, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you've jumped around. But let me tell you, the first rest you'll find is a rest in Jesus, amen? And then he'll put you in a place where there's an open heaven, and then you can begin to operate in the supernatural with Jesus, amen? You know you've got an open heaven over your life, amen? If you're in Christ and you're resting in Christ, the Bible says, according to Matthew, and in the book of Luke, Jesus, when he came up out of the water and he was baptized, the Bible says that the heavens rent. And the voice of the Father came. And the Bible says that the Holy Spirit came and laid upon him. It came and it remained upon him. Amen? And the Bible says he walked, he began to then walk out his ministry. Amen? That's Jesus. Paul gets a revelation and it says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. So if I'm in Christ and Christ's walking under an open heaven... And the Bible says I'm seated now in that heavenly places. I walk under an open heaven every day because my life is resting on the rock, amen? Hallelujah. Come on, praise the Lord. Nudge your neighbor. If you don't even like him, just give him a nudge. Yeah, say, praise the Lord, yeah? Amen? Don't nudge him off the seat now. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. you, are you resting on the rock today, amen? Can I ask you that question this morning? Are you resting in Jesus? Do you, have you heard the gospel? Because, uh, you know, I'm, you're going to get the gospel today because I'm an evangelist, amen? Yeah, you see, I, I, it's all about Jesus. Let me, and and, and as, I, as I was sitting there, Pastor, I just want to prophetically say it, that I, say, I sense the Lord say to me that this will be a place where many people will come. And even yesterday, as, as I was praying, that multitudes will come through this place and they're going to find the rock, yeah, and that place of rest. But it won't be a place where they'll jump from one place to another. It'll be a place where they found the rock and then they'll stay in that place and they'll know the, the grace that they have to stay in the place, Amen. And to begin to operate in the supernatural in the place that God has brought him. Amen? Hallelujah. Can you say amen to that? Amen. Come on, nod your name, bro. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen? <laughs> He's got to be no to nudge down there. So. Praise the Lord. Amen? So let's, let's just have a look at that this morning. You know, the Bible says, amen? Anybody believe the Bible? Amen? Come on, you believe the Bible today? Amen? Let me give you that this morning. Well, you know, Paul, he, he preached a message. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1 and verse 17. If you've got a Bible today... Let's just show you what, what Paul said, amen? The great apostle, amen? Anybody believe in the apostle Paul, amen? That he was real, he was alive, he walked with Jesus, amen? Amen? Come on, I'm getting one amen and a couple of, I don't know about that one, Dermot, yeah, but praise God, amen? 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 17. Praise God. Come on now, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So here's, G, here's the great apostle Paul. Had an encounter with Jesus and came into Christ, amen? And began to walk that message out, amen? And this is the message that Paul preached, amen? This is the, the message of the gospel. And, uh, and I sense the Lord today as, as, the, as the opening message or the opening of what God wants to do in this place is that he wants to put forefront and foremost in this, every, in this place and in everybody's life. It's the message of the gospel, amen? It's the power of God unto salvation. You see, you know, we go to church and we want to hear about three ways to fix your broken leg. Or, you know what I mean, let's get, you know, seven ways to get prosperous. And they're all great. But let me tell you, the central message of the gospel is Christ crucified. Amen? Is he died for you. And that if you can rest in that rock, you can have an open heaven over your life. And you don't have to be the same anymore. Amen? And you can operate in the supernatural. Amen? You can flow in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Shandarabasundo. Amen? That's, I love you very much in tongues. Amen? Praise the Lord. You can flow in the Holy Ghost. Amen? And you can do the same things Jesus did, amen? Because greater things he said you'll do and the things that I've done, you're going to do greater, amen? Right. Come on, praise the Lord. Do you believe that this morning? Come on. Come on, I'm trying to get rid of the traffic out of your thinking now because you're thinking, oh, I've roasted home. I better text my wife you know, from the chicken or something. You know what I mean? Oh, my car is a double parked. No, get the traffic out of your brain today, amen? And let the word flow, amen? Praise the Lord, amen? Can you say amen to that? So here he is, Paul in the Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1.17, he said, For Christ did not send me to, what? To baptize, but to, and all the Baptists go, go crazy over that one. No, I'm sorry. So, and to, and to preach the gospel, amen? Not with wisdom of words, lest the what? The cross of Christ becomes of no effect, amen? You see, we've come into a, a time in the church where, and I love the church, praise the Lord, it's the bride of Christ. You know, it's, it's, it's actually uh, amazing to me when we read in Genesis 28, when, when, when Isaac sent Jacob, he was looking for a wife, amen? You know, God is coming back for, Jesus come back for the bride, amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. He's coming back for a bride. Amen. I love the church. Praise the Lord. Amen. But let me tell you, there's a lot of wisdom of men's words in the church. Amen. And it's not the power of God. Amen. Because when you get, a, when you get hit by God, man, you're, you're going to be different. I'm telling you. You know, you go, plug in. You ever see those slides go onto the blue light? You know? Oh, the light. Yeah, man. If God touches you, you'll be like, you know? Whoa. 
you know, I'm telling you, because when Paul got touched on that road to Damascus, he was never the same again, amen? Acts chapter 13, he changed his name from Saul to Paul. First place in the Bible, or 1326, he changed his name from Saul to Paul. Because when you meet Jesus, there's a change, amen? There's a turnaround, there's a 360, and you might be trying to work out some things in your mind, but let me tell you, you will not be able to deny the encounter that you've had with God, amen? You've had with Jesus, amen? I'm telling you. It'll, the, the, power, the, the message of this cross is the power of God unto salvation, amen? Amen? There's power, amen, in, it, in this message today, amen? Real power, amen? Not just your ESP or whatever, or is Electric Garland up here, or is Electric Garland down south? What is it, electricity up here or something? It's the power of God, amen? Praise God, amen? And it says here, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should become of no effect. For the, cro- for the message of this cross, amen? The message of the cross. The message of the cross. Have you heard the message of the cross, amen? The message of the cross is that God sent his only son for you, amen? That in your darkness, like Jacob, when the dark was coming, that he sent something that you could rest in and have an open heaven over your life. That you didn't have to operate in the natural anymore, but you could operate in the supernatural, amen? The message of the cross is Jesus, he died on that cross for you. He was nailed to it. He was marred than any other man. They took him and they nailed him to that thing. They whipped him, took him, skinned him alive. Amen? I know what that's like. My mother told me one day, Dermot, if you don't come in, I'm going to skin you alive. Amen? You know, I'm saying, well, I mean, no, I didn't really know what that was. And I looked up the Greek and I said, Mommy, I thank you didn't skin me alive. Amen? I'm, I fancy having my skin on my body, praise the Lord. Amen? I'm going to skin you alive. Jesus was skinned alive for you at a whipping post. They, he, they bent him over that post. And he, the Bible says he was in such agony, he didn't even open his mouth. Amen? He never opened his mouth. He never contradicted them. He never looked for any sympathy. He never said, oh, why are you doing this to me? No, he bent over that post willingly. And they whipped him and took the flesh from his body. Isaiah 52 said he was marred more than any other man. Amen? And then they took him and they brought him to a place called Golgotha and they nailed him to that cross. They nailed him. And they hung him there for you and for me so that your sin could be forgiven, so that you could come into a rest in God and that you could operate under an open heaven. See, this is the message of the cross. This is the gospel. It's not, it's, it's, this is the reality of every person that you meet needs to hear this message. Paul gave his life to it. We've seen people have died for this Bible. People have, you know, we fought wars over religion. It's been, you know, I'm not in this denomination or I'm not in that denomination. Praise the Lord, you're going to get me going now, man. And like, you know, but like, you know they're fighting over, I, that, the Bible doesn't say that. But let me tell you, men have given their life, women have given their life for this word, amen? And, and for the message of the cross. Paul was beaten with rods, shipwrecked. You know, you think you're going through some stuff. Whoa, try going into a storm for two weeks in a hurricane, yeah? yeah. And the shipwreck. And you go, you're swimming for your life. I'm glad Paul could swim, amen? And he got to a beach, and then he got to the beach, when he, and they were full of barbarians. You know, a day out with Jesus, you could land on a, on a, get out of a boat and naked, people running around screaming at you. You think you're having a bad day, man, and someone puts up, pulls up you in front of a car one day, you know, in front of you in traffic or something, you're going, oh, that's terrible. Try going out with Jesus for a day, amen? <laughs> Not good, man. Praise the Lord. But you see, this message is the message of God, the, the message of the cross. They gave their lives for it, amen? And as a church, we need to get back to that place, Amen? It's not, it's not about how many people we can get into a building. Or it's not about, you know, if that believe, they believe different to me or I believe different to them or how hurt I've been in the past. What are you doing with the gospel today, amen? You need to get, understand the message of the cross, amen? This is, this is powerful, amen? So the message of the cross, what? It's foolish to those who are what? Perishing. But to those who are being saved, it's the power of God, amen? Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? How are you saved today? Do you know if you close your eyes in this place, you're going to heaven? Do you know that, you know, whatever happens to you now, whatever happens tomorrow or in five minutes' time or you get off that seat and leave this place, that you know without, in your knowing, in your knower on the inside, that you've had an encounter with God and that you're resting in Jesus, amen? And his work, not your work, nothing that you could ever do, but the message of this cross is that a finished work, amen? Jesus said it, it is finished. Tetelestai in the Greek, he said it's finished, amen? Mission accomplished is one of the translations of that word in the Greek. Mission accomplished. Jesus has already done everything. We just need to accept him as Savior and come into that rest. Amen? You know, Paul said in Galatians 6, he said, God forbid I should boast. 
Uh, boasting anything else except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom this world is being crucified unto me and I unto the world. Amen. I have no other boast. That day when, 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 when Pastor Joe Lyon gave me the gospel, he gave me the gospel and I, re, I, I accepted Jesus. And when I got off that floor, there's nothing else I could do to make my salvation. Nothing. It was the fact that Jesus did it for me. And I received it by faith. Amen. And I said, thank you, Jesus. I'm saved. Amen. But listen, you know, because we fall in and out of religious mindsets and we're, we're exposed to a culture of religion and a cultural mindset that's in the world, we, ha- we come into a place of performance. We think we have to do, 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 do. Amen? You know, you go to work, and if you're working as a salesman, you were telling me you were a salesman, you'll get targets. Amen? So the targets are, if you keep doing the right thing and you make the targets, then you'll get the bonus. Amen? You see, that's crept into the church. Shandarabasundo. It's crept into the church. If I do enough, I've done enough right things, well, I'll be right with God. No, let me tell you, you're as right with God as you're ever going to be. Amen? But you've got to renew your mind to who God says you are, like Paul says, and that you can walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. Amen? Is this a bit too hard this morning? Praise the Lord. I have another message. <laughs> My mother sent me for messages one day. I won't go into that, but praise the Lord. Amen? Let's 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Let's just read this. Amen? For, for I, to, this is Paul, the great apostle, amen? This is the Paul, amen? Formerly Saul, murdering Christians and doing crazy things. You know, you get a couple of thoughts. If I get a couple of, I was doing terrible things in the nightclub or whatever. He was murdering Christians, amen? I'm a crazy man. I'm a, you on my path. <laughs> Listen to me. Hear the gospel. Jesus will save you. And you can be wiped clean. Ever get a virus in your computer, amen? You bring it to your man, and he goes, upload new software. That's exactly what happens to you when you get saved, amen? God just goes, deletes everything, new software. Hey, <laughs> praise the Lord, amen? <laughs> praise you, Jesus, amen? And so 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 2, for I determined to know nothing else except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I determined to know nothing else except Jesus Christ and him crucified for me, amen? I, I determined to know nothing else. I go back to it time after time after time in the gospel. I go back time after time and I look at those scriptures and I say, God, I determined nothing to know anything else except Jesus Christ and crucified for me. Amen. He died for me. He gave his life for me. He was whipped and he was beaten for me so I could have a new life, so I could walk in the fullness of everything that Jesus did for me. Amen. That like Jacob, I can take that rock and he can rest in him and I can be under an open heaven. Amen. Walking in the supernatural. Amen. Can you say amen to that today? Have you been crucified with Christ? You know, it's Galatians 2.20. Paul's scripture, I mean, I believe he was like, that was his scripture when he was walking around, you know? I'm crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me now. You know, the life that I live in the flesh, I live by, I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Because then the thoughts will go back. What about Stephen when you were holding the coats of the men who murdered him? The devil will come with him. And he'd say, no, I'm crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live. It's Christ who lives in me. It's the life that I live in the flesh. I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me, gave himself for me. Have you been crucified with Christ? Amen. Have you given yourself to Jesus? Have you come to the cross and said, Lord, I give you my life. I just determined to give you everything, Lord. I lay down my darkness. I lay down my stuff, God. And I say, Jesus, I give you my life. I determined not to know nothing else only you crucified, Lord. And anything else contrary to that in my thinking is a lie. I believe, I choose to believe you died for me, amen? I choose to believe you died for me, amen? Can you say amen to that this morning, amen? I choose it in Jesus' name, amen? I choose it in the name of Jesus, amen? I choose to believe the gospel, amen? I choose to believe the gospel, amen? Anybody believe the gospel in this place, amen? I choose them. I've got four hands and two nods, praise the Lord. Anybody believe that Jesus died for him in this place, amen? Come on, praise the Lord this morning. Jesus died for you, amen? He died so what? So you could share that truth with somebody else, amen? Because, you know, Jesus is into multiplication, amen? You know, when, you, when I heard the gospel, my pastor said to me, I said, what do I need to know? Tell everybody. That's right. <laughs> okay. Listen, do you know that Jesus died for you? You were crazy. I rang my mom and said, mom, you're going to hell. <laughs> it probably wasn't a good approach, Okay. But she said to me, Dermot, what drugs are you taking now? You know, <clears throat> you're stuck in a cult, Dermot. I said, no, mom, I've been born again. I've been born again, amen. 
So I started to tell everybody I got persecution. And it still comes today. But let me tell you, it's nothing compared to what my Savior gave for me on that cross for three hours in agony when he gave his life for me. You know, I can travel. I took seven hours to get up here. I don't mind driving seven hours. Jesus hung three hours on the cross for me. And i got to tell everybody. Tell everybody. So I did. I started telling everybody. Let me ask you a question. Who was the last person you shared Jesus with? Who was the last person you shared Christ with? Who was the last person that you said, listen, do you know, actually, you're going, you know, no, no, you're not going to hell. You're going to hell, but I'm not going to tell you all that first. Listen, do you know Jesus? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you, Jesus, how he changed my life? You know, I preach a message sometimes, and we, you know, I talk about coming out as a Christian, yeah? You know, you, 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 no, again, listen, uh, we love gay people, praise the Lord, amen. God loves them, amen. They're in sin, but God loves them, amen. Yes. You got fluid people, they're fluid in one way and fluid in another, or whatever, they're fluid trans, whatever, amen. You always know fluid people are kind of wobbling along like this, you know, <laughs> full of fluid. No, I'm joking. You know? <laughs> no, <laughs> let me tell you. No, no, I'm serious about this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because they'll come out, they'll walk down the street, they'll walk into the office, hey, I've just come out, you know, I'm, uh, I'm gay. I'm as gay as you can get. Yeah, I'm gay. This is my partner. Another gay person. But the Christians are hiding in the closet. We've got to come out, amen? Open the closet and come out. How are you doing? I'm German. And I'm a Christian. Praise the Lord. Are you saved? I'm, I'm serious. You know, I've, I'm actually thinking about getting a t-shirt. I've just come out. I've just come out. I, I'm absolutely out. I'm so out, you wouldn't believe it, man. <laughs> you can probably walk like that if you want to. No, don't do it, okay? <laughs> probably wouldn't be good, okay? But you need to come out, man. You need to come out of the closet and say, listen to me. Do you know Jesus? Have you, given, have you heard the gospel? Man, I, you know, people say to me, I, I remember when I got saved first, I was working in a, you know, I was reading the book of Job one day, and I, was, I rang my pastor and I said, hey, pastor, I'm reading the book of Job. And he said, well, I feel the Lord's telling me to get a job, you know? <laughs> so I said, right, okay. Job, job. So I went for that one, and I got a job, yeah? I got a job working in a tar center. And I was putting on tars and exhaust, and I'm... And I'm confessing the scripture over my life. And I'm telling everybody about Jesus, you know? We go to our 10 o'clock tea break. I have my New Testament now, and I used to read page three. It was probably all I read in the sun. And, uh, I, I like the hor- and the horoscopes, that was my most reading I had, yeah? So I'm reading my, my New Testament. They're saying to me, wow, the weekend we were doing this in Raven, man. And they said, what you do the weekend? I was in church, man. You wouldn't believe three people got saved. Two people got healed of cancer. It was amazing. God. And they were saying, you're a nuts, you know? I said, I know I am, but I'm screwed to the right bolt. Amen, praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, you know. But let me tell you, it's the passion of God in you, that, that encounter with Jesus that changed my world, amen. And I can't but open my mouth and tell, you know, God forbid that I should not preach the gospel, amen. Paul said that he'd open his mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, amen. The mystery of the gospel. What is it? Christ in you, the hope of glory, amen. That Christ, you can be born again. That you don't have to die in your sin. You don't have to be depressed and oppressed and impressed or oppressed, downpressed, whatever depressed you are. Pressed by an iron, pressed by a whatever. You can be what? In Christ, amen. You can be born again. You can be a new creation, amen. Old things can pass away and all things become new, amen. Anybody had some old things pass away, amen? Anybody had a funeral with their past, amen? You know, when something passes away, down south anyway, and something passes away, it's gone like it's dead, yeah? You know, my own, all things have passed away, amen? So anything that's coming back to me in my thinking contrary to what God says is, a, is, is lies, amen? That's, that's gone, it's passed away, amen? I mean, my mother died, and I don't go and dig her up again to say hello to her, amen, and then put her back in the ground again. She's passed away, amen? She's gone, over. She's gone to heaven, her body's in the ground, amen? All things have passed away. All things have become new. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man, Amen? You've never seen anything like me I'm, because the Bible says that, amen? There's never been anything like me before, amen? Some of you are saying, thanks be to God. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously. Yeah, like nothing, nothing like me before because that's what the Bible says, amen? We have to know what the message of the cross is, amen? It's Christ crucified. Paul put it like this, any man that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, amen? Yeah. Anybody who put their faith in the fact that Jesus died for him will be born again, amen? We need to tell people about that, amen? We need to tell as many people as we can, amen? We need to share that message with people. We need to get over our stuff, amen? 
Anybody need to get over some stuff? Amen? You kind of looking down like that. I was like, <laughs> Amen? We need to get over ourselves. Amen? I'm telling you, we've we got to open our mouths up and say, listen, do you know Jesus? How are you born again? Do you know? Do you, know do, you, do you realize that Jesus is real? I mean, I met a woman on the street yesterday. She was into Buddhism. And I'm saying to her, listen, Buddha's not going to save you. You know, Buddha's is probably a big advertisement for McDonald's or something, yeah? But, <laughs> well, you shouldn't eat one. Like, but listen, no, no, seriously. Like, you're like, so I'm saying to her, that's, not going to, that's a statue. He's in a grave somewhere. Jesus rose from the dead for you. He died on the cross and he resurrected again for you, amen? And if you put your faith in him and you believe that he was rose from the dead and you believe he was the son of God, you can be saved. It's the power of God unto salvation, amen? We need, listen, she, she didn't make a confession for Christ there, but let me tell you, I just sowed a seed into her life, amen? How many people would jump into your world and say, hey, listen, Buddha's not going to do anything for you, amen? You're going to have to give your life to Jesus, Amen? Yes, that's the, and I think for a lot of us, it's the persecution that we think we're going, we do get persecution, but it's nothing compared to what they did, what the men and women of God that have spent their lives out to get this Bible to us, amen? To get this word to us, amen? People were burnt at the stake, people were hung, you know, turned, crucified upside down, Peter, you know? This is what they did so we could, so I could hear that in a little church in Tiernabown in Killarney, behind Carolyn's Engineering, by the way, if you're ever looking for it. Right behind Carol's Engineering on that Thursday, on that Friday afternoon, on a March afternoon in 2002, with the rain belting at the window, I heard the gospel because men of God, men and women of God, told other people about Jesus so I could hear the message of the cross. Amen? We got to do it, folks. We, we got to rise up. Amen? We, we have to, it's rise up time. Amen? We got to rise up and say, no, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a bit crazy from now on. Amen? I'm going to tell people about Jesus. Amen? I'm going, to, I'm going to tell my family, even the ones that want to persecute me. I'm not trying to, trying to be angst against them, but I'm telling them the truth, amen? Yes. Listen, you need to give your life to Christ, because if you don't, you're, not going to, you're, not, you're going to die in your sin, and you're going to go to hell. You're going to go to a place you don't want to go, amen? You think your life is tough now, but let me tell you, it's going to get a whole lot better or worse if you close your eyes, amen, without Jesus. Amen? I know that's a hard message, amen, but let me tell you, that's the message of the gospel, amen? That's the, that's the Christ, that's the message of this gospel, amen? You know, and, and I know, uh, listen, you know, can you give me a little bit more time, amen? I've come a long way, praise the Lord, amen? Amen? Praise the Lord, amen? I just, I, I have a lot in me, amen? You know, I'm pregnant, really, you could tell us. <laughs> praise the Lord, amen? You know, listen, God told me that one day, you know, he said, listen, when you come to church, you know, God is scanning you. <laughs> scanning you there. <laughs> See, you're pregnant. With what? With faith. Amen? Are you expecting? Are you expecting something to happen? Amen? Are you expecting God to do something? Amen? This is, could be your three or six week scan now for some of you. Huh? <laughs> God is scanning you today. Amen? But I, 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 I just want to share a little because I really sensed yesterday as we prayed and God began to talk to us about territory. Amen? Because this building, what we've done, what this couple, this pastor's couple have done in this room, have done in this building, they've taken territory from the devil. Amen? You know that you're, you're bought territory from the devil, amen? You see, you're under the, the power of the kingdom of darkness, and when you heard the gospel, when you heard the message of the cross, you were saved, and you came out of the darkness and into the light. You came out of the territory of the enemy, and you stepped over into the territory of the kingdom of God, amen? Where, where there's love and there's joy and peace. Now, some people will say, not me, brother. I've been like this a long time. I'm going to stay like this. No, let me tell you, there's joy in the Lord, amen? There's peace in the Lord, amen? amen? I'm resting on the rock, amen? Praise the Lord, amen? I'm happy when I don't even think I'm happy, amen? I'm not confused, I just... <laughs> Praise the Lord, amen? But we looked in Luke chapter 8, amen? Luke 8 is the message of when Jesus got into a boat, amen? When he was being... He, all day, he was ministering all day, and he was giving the word, he was telling people about, listen... Now, they were, now listen... Now, we, get, we are under pressure sitting in a, in a church for an hour and a half, but they're sitting on the side of a mountain. The sun is beating down on them, amen? They're hungry, probably tired of eating grass or whatever. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, so, but I'm just saying that they were so uncaptivated by what God, what this man was saying, you know, that they were willing to sit there for hours and listen to him, amen? You know, we should be like that when we come to church, amen? You know, you sh shouldn't be a time limit. You say, oh, let's just go, whatever God wants to do, amen? 
But he ministered all day, telling him about, teaching him about the kingdom of God, teaching him about the sore souls of the word. Amen? It's in Mark chapter 4, Matthew chapter 8, and Luke 8. Amen? And then when you see Luke, in Luke 8, when the Bible says that then God, Jesus got a word from the Father, and he said, let's cross over to the other side. Amen? Jesus, you see, when, you, when Jesus is the living word, he is the, he, he, when he came, he is like, he's our, our theology. He is, he is the example we follow. And Jesus was the greatest evangelist, amen? If you don't think so, you need to probably pray a little bit more, yeah? <laughs> Jesus is the greatest evangelist, amen? And he got a word from God, go over there to the other side. Now, I believe that God was speaking to him and he just declared those words. He said, we're going to cross over to the other side, amen? We're going to cross over to the other side, amen? And the Bible says in Luke, in the next verse, it says they launched out, Pastor. They launched out, amen? And I can believe today is a launching day, amen? This is the day we're launching out in this church, amen? The, the, the foundations are put in, the resting rock is here, and the, the, the launch is begun to ha is it happen, amen? Amen? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Houston, we have a problem. No coffee. Oh. <laughs> Now, let me tell you, they launched out. And the, immediate, the minute they launched out, the Bible says a massive storm came. Amen? Now, some churches will tell you that God tried to sink the boat. I've been in churches where they preach that. Well, I'm saying, hold on a second. God sent his only son because he loved the world. And then when he got him out in the, river, out in the lake, he tried to drown him. You know? But that, that theology does a bit mixed up for me. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen? No, no, like, you know, what they launched out with a word. You see, they had the word. And we have a word from God, and it's in Matthew 28. Go into all the world, amen? You see, you don't need any other word. Lord, give me a word. You hear me people all the time. Lord, I'm, give me a word. Oh, God, give me a word. Give me a word. And God is going, go! Go! Go, 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 go! Give me a word, Lord. Go! It's, it's simple, really, you know what I mean? And we're going, oh, give me a word, Lord. Oh! <laughs> it's, it's, it's simple, isn't it? It's simple. Praise the Lord. It's not complicated. Amen. I'm from Baladine, man. That's not complicated for me, amen. <laughs> I, mean, I came in a row where we were kind of all, all everybody married into each other, so it didn't affect me, really. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm teasing, I'm teasing, praise the Lord, amen. The joy of the Lord is my strength, amen. They, they went out into the boat, and the Bible says Jesus went to sleep, amen. Jesus went for a rest, amen. Now, you would be resting if it was all day, but let me tell you, when the, the Bible says, will we read it? Is it okay to read that? Let's just read that, amen. Luke chapter 8. Let's just read it. In Luke chapter 8 and verse 23, but when they had set, sailed, he fell asleep, and a windstorm came down on the, on the lake, and they were what? They were filling with water and were in jeopardy. Anybody ever feel like that? Mm. Filling with water in jeopardy, amen? Not the fluid people, no. They're full of water. <laughs> You're filling with water. You do something. You get a word from God. You, you know what? I got saved on the carpet and on tear in the bowel. Man, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I'm Bundere Basanda. Man, I'm born again. I go and tell somebody about Jesus and they pour a lot of water over you, amen? <laughs> Telling you're crazy. You're nuts. Yeah. Stay away from them people of the Bibles, Amen? You think you got problems? Don't go near them. They're looking for your money, you know. Come on. <laughs> but the Bible, the Bible says Jesus was asleep, amen? Why? Because he was in a place of rest. You see, Jesus modeled theology. He modeled the Christian life. He was never out of rest. He was in a place of rest. And in, in, in Genesis 28, when, when Jacob found that rock, he, what? he went into rest. He rested on the rock. He laid his head on the rock, like a picture of John at the Last Supper when he was leaning on Jesus, he was resting on him, amen, because he found his place of rest, amen. amen. See, no matter what the storm is, no matter what's coming against you, no matter what's happening in your world, you have the rest of Jesus on the inside. You have the one that you can rest in, amen, and you can know that you live under an open heaven, even though the enemy might tell you everything contrary to that, everything contrary might be going on in your world that's contrary to that scripture, but I can tell you by the word of the Lord today, you're in rest with Jesus, and you can have an open heaven over your life, amen? In Mark chapter 4 is where most of the churches. Uh, is it okay, Pastor? No, I'm just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in Mark chapter 4, it reads that, you know, uh, they come into Jesus and say, hey, Jesus, shaking Jesus, wakey, wakey, Jesus. Wake up, Jesus. Do you not even care we're perishing, you know? 
I mean, what a question to ask the Son of God. I mean, do you even care about perishing? Have you not realized where I've come from, lads? <laughs> you know, I've come from heaven to save you, and you're asking me a question. You don't even care, Lord. Most Christians are there, you know what I mean? Most churches are trying to shake heaven to get something to happen when God says, I've already given you authority. Wake up, Jesus! Jesus, look what's happening. COVID-19, the omnipresent one. What's the next one? Omnicorn or something. Lord! And Jesus said, no, I've given you authority. This trample on scorpions and snakes and over all the power of the devil. What are you doing about it? Go! Go! Go, 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 go! the word of the Lord, amen? Go! I've just come out and I'm going to put go on the back, amen? And, and, and it's amazing, you're like they're shaking the master in verse 24 and they came to him and they said, I woke him and saying, Master, Master, why are we perishing? Why am I going through this, Lord? What's this happening to me, Lord? Why am I going through all this, God? Why, 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 Jesus? The Bible says that Jesus is now seated in the heavenly places in Christ, according to Ephesians chapter 2, and so are we. That's a prophetic picture of Jesus resting because he's a finished work on the cross and now he's given us authority to carry out his ability, his ministry on the earth, amen? He said go, amen? Why were they going? They're in the boat to go to the other side, amen? They were going to the other side, why? Because when we read on, there was some naked guy running up and down the beach, amen? Screaming, ah! Jesus, that's just a day with ministry with Jesus, amen? Just another day with Jesus, amen? Some naked guy running around, amen? Yeah. <laughs> you know, why? Because Jesus was just modeling evangelism. Go! Got to the other side, and the Bible says, let's just read it, he gets to the other side. It says in verse uh, 25, but when he, uh, he said to them, where is your faith? So again, look, I could go into a lot about that, amen? He said to the disciples, where is your faith? Where is your faith? Why are you shaking me in the pillow? Where's your faith? You've been with me three years now. Where's your faith? I've already said you can do the things I've been doing. Where's your faith? But they're shaking Jesus. Can you see that? They're shaking him. Jesus, wake up, we're going to die. Where's your faith? Man, you're getting it today, praise the Lord. Verse 26, and then they sailed to the, to the country of the Gardenes, which is opposite Galilee. And when they stepped out of the land, uh, there met him a, a certain man from the city who had demons for a long time. And he, 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 what? he had no clothes on him, man. Now, that's not just a nightclub in Derry, yeah? <laughs> right, amen? That's like probably a lot of demons in that nightclub. But I'm just saying to you, that was the day with Jesus, amen? But why was he going across? Why was the pressure on him? Because God had told him to go to the other side. You see, Jesus always is on the go, amen? He was gone. He, he, he went through storms. He went through crucifixion for you and me so that we could, that he could reach us, amen? See, there's nobody gone too far that Jesus won't reach, amen? There's nobody, there's no such thing as a hopeless case, amen? There's nobody on this earth that's gone too far, gone into such depravity that Jesus can't reach, amen? Because he'll, he'll, he'll go through, he'll bend over backwards to get to you. He's already done it on the cross. He's done everything to reach you. He's given us the gospel now. And he's saying, go with that gospel, amen? And, you know, I love about this is that, you know, you know, when you read it, like, for time's sake, now, let's go down to verse 35. No, actually, we go to verse 33. So the demons are speaking to Jesus. They begged him not to, you know, saying to him, Lord, to command us to go out into the abyss, amen? See, you know, the devil knows where he's going, amen? And in verse, verse 32 it says, and, it, uh, and now I heard a swine was uh, feeding there on the, on, the, on the mountain. So he begged them that he would what, permit them to go into the, into the, that he would permit them to go into the swine. And then the demons went out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd ran violently down the hill and drowned themselves. Amen. Verse 34, and when those who what, led them, had saw them, had, had, this had happened, they what? They fled and told in all the city in the country. Even the people that hadn't any encounter with Jesus were telling people about what happened Jesus was doing, amen? And we're trying to get the church to tell people what Jesus is doing, amen? But these people, they had no encounter. They just saw it like, oh, wow, you know? And they went evangelizing, amen? And we're trying to stir up the Christian. Come on, boy. Let's change the batteries and wind you up to get you going. No, let me tell you, when you see Jesus moving and miracles happening, you're going to have, Paul, uh, the, the apostle said, we can only tell and, you know, we can only say and tell the things we've seen him do, amen? 
You know, we can only tell people about what he's actually done, amen? And here it, it says in verse 20, 35, and they went out to see what happened. All the city came to see Jesus. Let me tell you, Derry will come to this place to see Jesus, amen? Because they'll find out what's happening here, amen? Because it won't be just another Christian church, amen? It won't be just another denomination, amen? It'll be a place where people can find rest and the supernatural will be operating, amen? Under an open heaven, amen? I declare an open heaven over this building, amen? In the name of Jesus, amen? Can you say amen to that, Davy? Praise the Lord this morning, amen? And it says, and when they found the man from the Jesus, the demons had come out of him, departed, sitting at, at, at the feet of Jesus, amen? Clothed and in his right mind, amen? You see, most people will tell you, when you come to Jesus, you're out of your mind. But let me tell you, when you come to Jesus, you go over into your right mind, amen? So actually, I've never been in my right mind before. Today, I'm in my right mind, praise the Lord, amen? And people are saying, you're crazy. No, I'm in my right mind, amen? Why? Because I've come to the feet of Jesus, amen? I've come to the cross. I've given my life to Jesus. And the Bible says then that he went on. I'm going to finish with this now. And then it says, on, uh, it goes, you know, he told him to, he wanted to follow Jesus, but Jesus said, return to your own house and tell what? Tell of all the great things God has done for you, amen? Listen, I, I, I've been given a ministry behind a pulpit. I've been given the ministry of a traveling evangelist, amen? But let me tell you, if I had never traveled, if I was never to, to obey God, if God never asked me to do that, let me tell you, my household is my ministry, amen? My workplace is my ministry, amen? My bus stop is my ministry, amen? I'm telling you, whatever I go, it's my ministry. Because why? Because Christ has changed my life. He He has given me a new life. I've come into my right mind, and I'm born again. And I have to tell people about that. Why? Because, listen to me, the revelation is that if you don't know Jesus, you're going to die in an eternity without him. Amen? That's the message of the cross. Foolish to those, foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who believe, it's the power of God. Amen? And listen to me, not everybody will believe you. And that's okay, amen, because it's foolishness to those who are going to, there's people going to perish, they're not going to believe it, amen, but the ones that will believe, amen. If you tell 10 people today, maybe one will, te- will believe, amen. If you tell 20 people, maybe two will believe, but let me tell you, it's the two that are valuable, that they believe, amen, and they will be discipled, and they'll be sent out to do the same thing, and to read, you know, to, to multiply, like God said, amen, in the Garden of Eden, that's God's message to the, to the church. He said, go into the, all the world, I've given you dominion, now multiply, amen, multiply and increase. Amen. Multiply. Listen, let me tell you, if you had to take the responsibility now from this moment and say, listen to me, I'm going to tell every person I meet tomorrow about Jesus. You, you could fill this building next Sunday with the people that are here now. Not we're looking to fill a building, but I'm saying to you that people will be born again so they could come to a place and they could be discipled. Amen. That's the message of the gospel, my friends. Amen. That's the message of the gospel. Amen. That's the message of the gospel, amen? Can you say amen this morning to that, amen? That's the message of the gospel, amen? Come on, I'm in my right mind, amen? I'm sold out to Jesus, amen? But I'm in my right mind, amen? I'm in my right mind, amen? I was telling pastor last night about an evangelist that travels with us. His name is Sean. Sean is from, from Atterroy and Galway. Sean is 75 years old. And Sean's whole attitude is, I'm going to the shop I'm not going, I, I, while I'm at the shop, I'm going to get milk. But while I'm there, I'm going to tell everybody about Jesus. Amen. You know, he sits, he goes to the bottle bank. He'll, you know, he, he was having a kind of, a, maybe raining or whatever. He said, all right, okay, I'll go to the bottle bank. So he'll sit in the car with four bottles, and he'll wait and see if somebody pull up. And they'll put it in the bottles, he'll jump out with his bottle. <laughs> Do you know Jesus? Are you saved? When they get them saved, he's go back into the car. He'll wait then again and somebody else comes and get out. Put on his other bottle. Do you know Jesus? Why? Because he's had what? An encounter with the living God. Amen. He's had an encounter with Jesus. Amen. And his heart is to see people come into the kingdom. Amen. I want to ask you this morning. Amen. Without smoke and lights and all the stuff, and I'm not against all that, but I'm just saying, just in, in the reality of where you're sitting this morning, let me ask you a question. Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? Have you, have you sold out to him? Have you said, God, you know, whether it's shipwreck, storm, beatings with rods or whatever, God, I won't turn back. I d- I've decided to follow you, Jesus. I've decided to give you my life and I will never be, de- I'll never ever go back, Lord. Yes, I might miss it, may I make mistakes, maybe I'll fall, but God, you'll never leave me nor forsake me. 
you lift me up. Maybe I don't understand a lot of things. Maybe I don't, I'm confused about some stuff. But the truth is, I'm in my right mind and I know who Jesus is, amen? And I'm born again, amen? I'm, I'm, I'm just asking you that question this morning. You see, I can't save you. A ministry can't save you. It's only Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that can save you. He's the one that changes your heart. He's the one that changes your life. Have you given your life to Jesus? Have you given him your heart? Have you said, Jesus, come into my life? Jesus, I, I, I give you my heart. I give you my life today. I don't care about all the stuff that's happened before. But today in the reality of just your presence, Lord, I say, please be my Savior, my Lord. If that's you in the room this morning, if that's you in this building this morning, I'm not asking you to come up the front. I'm not asking you to put your hand up because there are a lot of religious things that man want to take a box with, box with amen. But in the, in the seat where you're sitting this morning, would you ask him to come into your life? Would you make your life right with him again? Maybe you need to rededicate your life this morning because that can happen. You can slip back into the world. Persecution, things can come at you. Stuff, you know, storms come. We've seen it with Jesus. They can come to your life. But let me tell you, the storms, when they come, they either sink you or they'll make you stronger, amen? But when you have the rock of revelation of Jesus in your life, you can rest in him. Have you given him your life this morning? Have you given him your heart? Have you said, Jesus, come into my life? If you were to die right now, would you know you go to heaven? Do you need to dedicate your life afresh today? Well, this morning, I'm going to ask you to do it in the the privacy of your seat. If you close your eyes and just do, just talk to God this morning. Just dedicate, rededicate your life. Say, God, you know, I've made a few mistakes, Lord, and things have come against me, and I've been bitter, you know. I've, but I, today I dedicate my life to you, God. I ask you, Jesus, to, again, just fill my heart afresh with your presence, that you would come and touch me by your Holy Spirit, God, that I could truly say, God, like Paul, that I have been crucified with you, and it's no longer I who live anymore, God. But you, Christ, in me, the hope of glory, Lord. And as I set sail into my life with you, God, as I launch out, Father, I thank you I can rest in the storm, Lord. I can rest in the fact, knowing that, Jesus, you're in the boat and I'm resting in you. And I honor you this morning, Jesus. Lord, I I just pray against hearts and hearts this morning. You know, some of you are blocked in your hearts because of hurts and pain and mistakes and People have hurt you. But this morning, by the power of the Holy Spirit and the grace that's in this place, I sense it right now. If you'll just say, God, heal my heart this morning. Plant me in the right place, God. Help me to be in the right place, Jesus. Father, we just praise you this morning and we thank you for this place. Thank you for your rest in our lives, God. Thank you that we can can rest in you today, Jesus. And that you heal every wound, God. You forgive every mistake. You wash away everything, Lord. And you look at me, you say, you know, you're my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. You're my beloved daughter in whom I'm well pleased today. Father, I thank you that we can have these truths in us, God, and know you personally, Jesus. Hallelujah. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. You sense his presence this morning. I feel it heavy on me now. Jesus. Lord, help us to reach this city. Lord, help us to reach our families, God. Lord, when we set sail with you, Jesus, we abandon everything, Lord. And say, Lord, lead us to the people that need salvation. Lead us to the people that are ready to hear this gospel, Lord. Help us to reach out, even when we're persecuted, Lord. Help us to forgive quickly, Lord. Help us not to be, not to take that to sink our boat, Lord. When people try to pour water, as in jeopardy in our world, Lord, Father, help us to keep going, to keep sailing, keep rowing, so we can get to the other side, God. To reach the people, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Lord, help me this week to reach more people than I've reached last week. 
for me to reach more people Monday morning like that I've never ever spoke about Jesus before Lord help me Lord to do these things in Jesus name today and uh, I'd, li I'd like to say to you this morning you know we, we bring this cross with us God told me to every church I go to bring a cross bring back the message of the cross to the church and I invite you this morning you'll see there's thousands of names on that cross people who have given their lives to Jesus on the street and in different churches people who have rededicated their lives and you know, I spoke to a pastor in, in, in London recently. We go to do some ministry with him. And he, he told me that in Nigeria, in uh, certain parts of Africa, um, the witch doctors would write people's names down on wood. Okay? I didn't know this now. But they'd write people's name on wood so they could try to put a curse on them. And I believe God told me to do this. <laughs> and to put your name on the cross to let you know that you're redeemed from the curse. Amen. You're redeemed from the curse, amen. amen. Hallelujah. And I'd invite you this morning, there's pens there. Even if, you, if there's people you're in, your, in your life at the moment that don't know Jesus, and you want to see them saved, and you've tried to share with them, and they've rejected you, put their name on the cross as an act of faith. And I can tell you, we pray for the people on that cross. I have it in my kitchen, and every time I pass it, I say, thank you, God, for every name. For every person, Lord, that's put their name on there, who've given their lives to you, Jesus. Lord, help me to reach more people. So I'd invite you to do that this morning. If you'd like to do it, please put your name on the cross as an act of faith, saying, God, I've given my life, rededicated my life, or I'm saying, God, you are, I am yours. And if it's a family member, put their name on there, and we will pray for them. Amen. Listen, thank you so much. We love you. We bless you. Thank you, Pastor. And, uh, yeah, let's take dairy for Jesus. Amen. Yes. Come on. Come on. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Pastor. We are so glad you could join us for our latest message. We are located right in the heart of the city on number 20A Queen Street, and we would love for you to call in and join us. Details are on our website at islandchurch.co.uk.